This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Hey, it's Ryan Holiday. Welcome to another episode of the Daily Dad Podcast. No interview episode this week with Samantha, but I did sit down and talk with a mutual friend of ours. Samantha's probably closer to her than I am. Uh, the one and only Christina P., the wonderful comedian. We did a big interview for the Daily Stoic podcast. We talked about balancing work and life, about raising kids, about making kids priority, about being a good parent. She's got her own podcast with her husband called Your Mom's House with her husband, Tom Segura. Then she has her, her own podcast, the very popular Where My Mom's At. Her most recent Netflix special, Mom Jeans, is also incredible. I wanted to cut out some of the stuff just on parenting and bring that to you here. I think you're really going to like it. Here's the, here's the one and only Christina P. and I talking all the parenting topics. Enjoy. I don't think there's any parents that are like, I'm killing it. I've got it all under control. I've got no issues. We all know we have issues. We're all trying to work on being better so we can be better for our kids. I think therapy is a great way to do that. Certainly, I have taken advantage of all these tools out there over the years to be better as a person and as a parent. And I was just talking to someone and I said, hey, you should check out BetterHelp, right? Because they needed help right now, right away. And BetterHelp makes it super easy to do that. It's entirely online. BetterHelp is designed to be convenient and flexible and suited to your schedule. You fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Make your brain your friend with BetterHelp. With BetterHelp.com slash Daily Dad, you can get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp.com slash Daily Dad. Get some help. Take care of yourself. Take care of your family. BetterHelp. So if your kids were goth, would you encourage it? Or how do you... Well, first of all, I do encourage it. I have a goth room in my house. Mm. It's my office, my study. Because I've I've realized that I don't write or create anything in sterile desk environments. I don't think I've ever written a joke sitting at a proper desk. So I was like, why don't you just build a crazy goth room? What's in a goth room? Oh, it's everything awesome. I've got like a bat bat light, like a Mm -hmm. fixture. I've got dope ass dark wallpaper. I've got oh, I just bought like from Hellraiser, the Hellraiser movies, the cube that lights up as a lamp. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of some skulls, yeah, pencils in them, pens. Um, yeah, you know, dark shit, candles, and I get weird. I just get in there, I get weird. What do your kids think of it? Oh, yeah. So the point is, I've been educating them on goth culture. <laughs> um, I make them listen to Bauhaus in the car already, and the Clash too. We the classics, yeah, punk too. I mean, they think mom mom likes Halloween is what they is what right. they say. Mom loves Halloween, and I'm always like, "You guys love Halloween." I was like, like I try to get them into it, and I wouldn't mind. So listen, but I, I was I was dark dark sided because my parents were wackadoodles. Sure. So I think if your kid is as goth as I was, it's a reflection of you. Something's going on. Yeah, yeah. There's just, those are demons that need to be addressed. You put that kid in therapy. Right. That's what I would do. Honestly, sure. if my kids were doing that stuff, I'd be like, "Oh, dude." We got to go to a shrink, family counseling. Why? Yeah. Do you have a goth kid already? No, I mean, he's only six. Yeah. That'd be a little early. Too early for that. Yeah. Would you want him to like metal? I think so. They both do. They both do. Yeah, uh, dude. They both do. Because there's like dragons and, you know what I mean? They, they like the, the imagery and, and, <laughs> and stuff. Skulls and, and it's loud. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, boys love that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
No, they're into it. That's cool. My kids yeah. like the Pixies. I got them into that early. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, look, um, I was just a brooding teenager. Were you yeah. angry too? Yeah, not understood. Sort of a lot of time alone in my room. Same Z's, yeah. Which I think makes you creative because you're like, you're in here, but you want to be out. So sort of art or creating things is like a escape. And it's also a way to be, to communicate and be understood. I yeah. Think. Oh, yeah. I mean, uh, yeah, I think you have to get weird first. Sure. To get creative, like really weird. Uh, yeah, I wasn't a cheerleader. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that shit was never in my cards. Yes. So I didn't know how to get it out of me though because I didn't know I could be a comedian. I didn't think that was really possible. Well, because you don't know any comedians, right? Actually, no. Interestingly enough, I grew up with Roseanne Barr's daughter, uh -huh. Jenny Pellin. She and I were best friends from the time I was 12. And then like we split up because we were getting into a lot of trouble together, but uh, they split us up as friends or whatever. But that would have been nice because then you're like, oh, yeah. this, is a this is a job one of my friend's moms has. It was rad. And I yeah. visited the set and you know, unconsciously, unknowingly, I was like, oh gosh. And then later on, yeah, I, I got into it. I think that's part, I've, I've said this before, but I think that's Obviously, nepotism sucks, but I think part of the nepo baby thing is you get to see your mom or dad do a job. Yeah, that's cool. And then so you're like, oh, this is a thing people do. And it gets humanized and you understand that there's a process in a way that you don't if, like when I was growing up, like I didn't know anyone that didn't have a job. Like all my friends' parents had day jobs. Like yeah. regular people yeah, jobs. Yeah. So the idea that like you could write books or like, obviously, you know, some people do those things, but those are different people, so people not true. like you. And until you see it, like, even when I started doing comedy, yeah. like, until headliners take you around and go, no, 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 like, you can make a living yeah. at stand up comedy. Yeah. Here, like, here's how you do it. This yeah. is, the, and you go, these are the oh. forms you fill out. You know, like, it's, it's just <laughs> like, so, it's just so, it, yeah. like, it, you go, like, it, it just gets demystified yes. very quickly. Yeah, yeah. You, you, yes, I agree. It's it's, but it's so hard when you're starting because yeah. you're like, you, that, which really goes to show the importance of your surroundings. Yes, because you can get really dragged out. Like I remember going to like really shitty public school, and that's what kind of what turned me off. And like just like seeing fights and mm -hmm. seeing gangbangers and like bad stuff, and you're like, oh, how do I get out of? Like I'm stuck. I remember right. feeling so stuck. So yeah, you have to see it to get out of it. Were you trying to get out of some of that stuff when you moved to Texas? Why'd you guys move to Texas? Oh, oh, the Texas. I mean, look, our friends moved here and uh, I think the pandy kind of ruined my neighborhood a lot. Mm. And also like, I just didn't want my kids growing. I, I don't want my kids growing up in showbiz. Yeah. I grew up in LA. Even I was not in show business. Like, yes, my friend's sure. mom was famous, but I my dad's a forklift mechanic. I grew <laughs> up in like the West Valley. I'm, yeah, yeah. I'm not special or whatever. I just wanted my kids to have a normal. Yeah. Right? It's kind of more normal here. It is. You can learn to be an asshole later. Like grow up. <laughs> well, it's like they already have nice. they already have exposure or proximity to show business. So do you need to yeah. over index for that by also everyone else they meet yeah. being into that? Yeah, I kinda so yeah, I, I agree. I just didn't want that. I yeah. didn't want my kids to every house they go to, it's like a mansion and like you should see the world. No, no, I, I've actually found that it's also better for me not being around people like me because then I'm not yeah. as competitive. But can I tell you that 
the reason I'm more like, no thanks, no thank you, is because I was raised analog. My right. brain had half of its life in analog. And I didn't get a cell phone until I was 23. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. this is all new. So yeah. I can go back sure. to a distant time. My kids, your kids. Oh, I know. Especially because of the pandemic, that. like they got the, the device was such a soothing sort of escape when they literally couldn't go places. It's, it forms a weird trauma bond that I think is going to be very hard to undo. <laughs> a trauma bond. Hilarious. Do you know what I mean? Like I can feel when my son is stressed. Yeah. The iPad is a place of not stress. In the same way that your room and my room was yeah. that. Do you, do you have a weird room now? A weird room? I mean, I have- The studio. A, three buildings that's just all my shit. Bro, we need to build you a metal room. A heavy metal room? Hell yeah, dog. We could soundproof it. And then you can play your shit as loud as you want and your wife won't hate you. Yeah, I should do that. That'd be really cool. Do you play an instrument? I, I was in a heavy metal band as a kid, but I, I haven't played the guitar in 20 years. I think you should start. I probably should. One thing you're gonna learn is that you're gonna have your midlife crisis pretty soon. Yeah. And so you need to channel it into something productive. like Not I, like a motorcycle or an affair or something. Exactly. Yeah. Like I just reignited my love of goth stuff, which mm -hmm. is why I started following Bauhaus. That was mm. part of my midlife crisis. And then I cut my hair off. Sure. And now I rebuy all the shirts that I had as a teenager. I've been doing that too. Mm -hmm. Oh, next yeah. you're going to get into vinyl. I've been rebuying Well, you know, I have a, there's a vinyl record store yeah. next to the store. There you go. Perfect. I, my I office it. looks out over a vinyl record store. <laughs> as I was making my kids breakfast this morning, I put the food on the plate and then I walked over and I dropped one little thing on each of their plates and then I threw one in my mouth. It was a high vitamin. They're for kids. The kids love them. I figure it can't hurt for me to have one too. Haya is made with zero sugar, zero gummy junk, but it tastes great. It kind of tastes like a Smartie, basically, and it's perfect for picky eaters. Haya is designed for kids of all ages and sent straight to your door in a package families can love. It's made from a blend of 12 farm fresh fruits and vegetables, supercharged with 15 essential vitamins and minerals known to help support and support a healthy immune system, energy levels, brain functions, mood, teeth, bones, and more. And we've worked out an exclusive offer with Haya for their best-selling children's vitamins. Daily Dad listeners receive 50% off their first order. To claim this deal, go to HayaHealth.com slash Daily Dad or enter code Daily Dad at checkout. That's H-I-Y-A Health.com slash Daily Dad to get your kids the full body nourishment they need to grow into healthy adults. Full discount is applied at checkout. Hey, you're listening to the Daily Dad Podcast, one meditation a day inspired to help you do your most important job, which is be a great father. These are meditations inspired by ancient wisdom, psychological research, and just great strategies from normal dads just like you. Thanks for listening.